Hey everyone, this is the Recovery Playbook where we have people who are in recovery. Uh, they're entrepreneurs and they fill themselves with mind, body, and spiritual uh, ways of doing things. And today I'm so blessed to have Marianne Murphy, who's a dear friend, but also a very, very talented interior designer, creative, and loving mother. Uh, and so, a nature lover. And nature lover. And so what I want to ask, first thing out of the bat, just because I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur, is Tell me about your business, how you got started, some of the journey along the way, the ups yeah. and downs, because there is no clear path to success in business. Absolutely so, not. so tell me about your business. Well, I, was, I had my interior design business when I got sober. Um, how I hung on to that, you know, I just, I did. I had a relatively high bottom, doesn't matter. Um, and along the way, I, I created, my, my business went from, I remember seeing Steven Tyler give an interview mm -hmm. on um, VH1 a couple years after I got sober. And he said, all my albums went gold when I drank. But when I got sober, they all went triple platinum. That's what happened to my business. It. it went triple platinum. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And, um, and that was the interior design business. Having that, that, that courage, I was able to, you know, thoughts become things. I was able to create a brand, um, Iconic Furnishings and Iconic Sense. Iconic Sense launched at Neiman Marcus last year. Mm -hmm. I remember. And my furniture line is in three showrooms uh, here in Los Angeles and one in Montecito. So it's, 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 it's been kind of an amazing journey. Cool. The, the podcast is called The Recovery Playbook. And so okay. part of it is, is like looking back at what tools, what plays, what essentials worked for you. So let's go back to day one, your rock bottom, and then what was your playbook that first year? Oh, that first year? You know, I did outpatient, I was Hazleton's first outpatient in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I, thank God, it was within walking distance of my house, right there in the Gold Coast. So every day I would walk down, I would do exactly what I was told, and then I would walk back home at 10 o'clock at night with a mind buzzing, filled with, uh, holy shit, what, this is what it's come to. And, um, you know, I, was, I, I think I, in my memory, it was a six-week sign-on for outpatient. And at the end of six weeks, they said, you need two more weeks. And I was outraged. Like, how fucking dare you? How, how would you possibly think that I would need? And I think that's what saved my life, mm -hmm. is that I, for once in my life, I just shut up and did what I was told. <laughs> I was also lucky enough in the first um, week to meet Joan, um, Joan S. And she had 50 years when I met her. And she was my sponsor until the day she died. For the first 13 years, she was my sponsor. And, you know, for the first year, she said, you know, go to meetings, 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 meetings. Meetings maker, meeting makers will make it. And if you don't go to meetings, you might relapse. And as I stayed sober, I never wanted to do that again. I never wanted to feel that, that demoralization ever again. So I did what Joan said. I mean, I just, you know, as an Irish girl um, with seven brothers and sisters, I want to do what I fucking want to do when I want to do it, and I don't want you to tell me ever what to do. Joan was a mom of 
<laughs> of 11 children and very Irish and very Catholic. So she took no shit from me at all. She hung up on me on a regular basis. She told me I was full of crap on a regular basis. And you know, if I treated my little girls in Los Angeles like that, you know, they, would, they would flip out. So I'm a little bit softer and gentler than Joan was with me, but I needed that. I, I had to have that. But I went to meetings that first year um, every single day because that was, that, was, really? that was mandatory from her. She said um, one day at a time meant one day at a time Marianne doesn't act like an asshole. I didn't, she told me that the old timers believed that one day at a time meant that, that there was no option for me to drink or use ever again. To drink or use would mean death. And I tell my girls that. So. Great, fantastic. Um, what about today? What does your playbook look like today? What have you added, what tools have you added along the way? Oh. And maybe some you fought at first or yeah. were, were against or had, and all of a sudden, bam, they are essential for you today. So early on, um, step 10, prayer and meditation. No, no, that's 11. Ah, ah there you have it. <laughs> step 11, prayer and meditation. Uh, I, didn't wanna, I didn't wanna meditate. I didn't wanna meditate. I told myself that going on a hike was meditation. Um, which I do on a regular basis, that riding my bike, which I do on a regular basis, I love to climb these mountains on my bike and my mountain bike, um, that was meditation. A gift was given to me at 17 years where I just woke up mm. and I started um, setting my phone, but I, but I was 17 years. Mm -hmm. And now as I approach, I'll, I'll be 24 in January, I don't miss a day. It's, it's that gap that I always tried to get to with drinking and using. Mm -hmm. It's that feeling of freedom that I would get and I would always overshoot, overshoot, overshoot. It's that feeling that I get to with meditation. And I overshoot it and I don't get there every time, just like I did with drinking and using. But that feeling that I can get to with meditation, I can't get anywhere else. That peace, that... Can, can you walk us through what your meditation practice is? Every morning I wake up automatically, I don't set my clock, but I, I wake up around five. And I think that's because I moved her from Chicago and I just stayed on... <laughs> You're waking up I at did, seven. Yeah, two hour I difference. Had, yeah. I, had, I had an office there, and I still had to get people to the, you know, to, to their job sites and all that stuff via from here there. So um, I wake up around five, five thirty, you know, mm -hmm. no later than five thirty, and the first thing I do is feed the animals, five animals. I don't recommend that, but I have a daughter that insists on the five animals. So we have five animals. And I feed the animals, make sure they get outside and get back in the house. And then I make a cup of coffee or black tea, depending on my mood. And, um, and I journal three pages, mm. the artist way. Nice. Julia Cameron. Julia Cameron. Cameron, yep. 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 It's, it's yep. Scorsese's ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is, okay. It is Martin. Yeah, okay. Martin Scorsese's ex-wife. So I do the artist way every single morning. I don't 
necessarily make myself do three pages, but I, I, I aim for three pages. And I, I journal. Something else that I absolutely dug in my heels, I did not want to do, and life changer. Absolute life changer. Isn't it amazing um, when we do contrary reaction? Oh my God, I did not want to do it. I, I hate to write. I don't want to do it. Um, the first bump against that was doing the fourth step, which Joan made me do my, my steps in the first two weeks of my sobriety. I try to get my girls to do the same. Yeah. Um, you know, you come up against that fourth step, and she said, every bar stool you ever sat on, you told everybody in the bar your, your yeah. fifth step. So just get it, get over it. Everybody already knows your shit, you know. So it's a great way to look at it. yeah, it is, you know. And I did, you know. Hated. I tell you, yeah, you told me. Three or the morning ago. after stories. Yeah, exactly. I never want to talk about those. <laughs> never want to talk about those. So that that that's my morning. I I, I do my writing. Um, I just emotionally and mentally really just pour it out on the pages. I don't think about what I'm writing. I just write. Um, and then I meditate, and then I, 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 have a, I sit in my bed, I plop up the pillows, I turn all the lights out, um, I set my, my uh, timer for what's already set there. I just hit go, oh. 20 minutes. 20 minutes? 20 minutes. Are you a TM practicer? Yeah. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Just 20 minutes, and then, um, you know, if I need, if, it's terrible to say if I need to pray, depending on what's going on and the noise, you know, I like to try and get to um, the morning log cabin by 7:30. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's so it's a great way. Meeting makers make it. Man, you know, and and I I remember around year six I said to Joan, you know, it's bullshit. I didn't get sober to live in these stupid meetings with these awful people and blah blah blah. You know, starting to mm -hmm. do the little turnaround, and she said, try it your way, just don't drink or use, but try it your way and see what happens. And I'm here. And you call me before you go crazy. It didn't take long, maybe two months. Let me shift a little bit on the playbook. Okay. You're a successful businesswoman. Give me three essentials in business that have saved your ass, kept you out of trouble, kept money in the bank, whatever that is. Three essentials that you've learned over. Wow. The number one is pause. 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 Yeah. Restraint of pen, text, and tongue. Those are the three right there. Okay. That is, that's all you need. Got it. Restraint. If someone, and you know, in my business, I'm an interior designer, I deal with a lot of personalities. Mm -hmm. If I can pull that back and just not send that, don't, don't hit send. Mm -hmm. Don't, um, yeah, pen, text, and tongue. So in recovery, there's been three words that have come up for anybody dealing with trauma, alcoholism, addiction, and I'm gonna go through these three words. Shame. Oof. How I can have you feel, dealt with shame? I can feel shame in a share. My face feels hot, mm. and I know instantly that I have shame around that, that conversation. Joan taught me that. Okay. You know? Um, for years, I had a bracelet that said, face your fear and do it anyway. Yeah. And that's... You know, that's, that's around a lot of my recovery. You know, a lot of things that, that showed up were, for me, felt shameful. I just felt shameful, you know. And talking them out, one of the things that Joan taught me 
Um, and I and I use her, you know, name a lot because I keep her alive. And the thing alive. is, I know you were taught by Joan, but you're te this is what you teach her. I, t yeah, I do. Th yeah. So this is the you passing down of it. You can't yeah. not have the same sponsor, you know, for years and not and not use what they teach you to use. She had me sponsor immediately. I may have had four four steps, and she said, "You can sponsor that girl." And I thought, "There's no way I can sponsor." Um, she said, "Just stay ahead of, just stay ahead of that girl." Um, I think people, personally, I think people need a little more time, but that's the way she did it. And you know, I get girls through their their steps very quickly, and I and I insist that they start sponsoring. It's how we keep it, you know. It's how we keep it. Um, I have another word for yeah. you. Resentment. Ah! <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> ah! How, how, how does Marianne work through resentment? Ah. That's a little tougher. Well, that's why we're here. Wow, that's a little tougher. Because as kind as I think I am, I'm not. Yeah. And as gentle as I think I am, I'm not. And as loving as I think I am, I'm not. I'm not. So I write, 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 write. And I don't hit send, mm. ever. Um, Would you say that doing nothing is sometimes the right action? Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There are people that you really should never speak to again. Mm -hmm. There just are. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you can't pray for them. Mm -hmm. And for me, I finally had to pray. And I finally mm -hmm. had to, you know, there are a couple people, two, that I had to write letters <laughs> to, go to the top of Franklin Mountain, dig yep. a hole, yep. and bury their yeah. letters. Yeah. They'll never have those right. letters. I don't have any need to ever be in and contact. And so what did that give you? What did it give you over time? Over time, yeah. not immediately. No, no, no. Not immediately, yeah. but over time it gave me peace. Yeah. It gave me, a, and that's what I seek. I seek peace. Yeah. I seek peace. That's, you know? That's what we all um, seek. Yeah, I seek peace. Or, or I just remove myself from that, from that narrative as quickly as I can. Okay. A big part of our playbook examination is self-care. So I need to know what you do to keep your mind fresh, keep your body hot and all that stuff, and your spirit. What keeps Marianne's oh, spirit going? So those two, mind, Music, body, spirit. Music, mountains, you know. I moved here from Chicago to be outside. I mean, yeah. holy cow. You know, I have a big, nice scar on my foot from paddleboarding. Okay. Yes, proud of it. Um, today I went and, and did uh, Cryo chamber. Nice. Yeah. No, it's total immersion. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. What, what is that experience like? It's three minutes of freezing your ass off. Okay. It's, it's a cryo chamber. You go in, they shut the door. It's 184 degrees below zero for three minutes. But man, just an, a shift in the way you feel shift in the way your body feels. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm over 50, so I need to keep my body in the best shape I can because I, I want to hike, I mountain bike, I paddleboard, 
I do yoga. I do all of it. That, and that's all self-care. That's all self-care. I, you know, I listen to podcasts for self-care. I, you know, this morning I picked up, um, I'm sponsoring a girl on SLAA for love addiction, not, nothing else. Mm -hmm. And uh, me too. And fantasy, which is a big part of my, my history is fantasy. Mm. It's a really big, and I didn't Grass know is greener. that. Grass Man. is greener? Um, no, not the grass isn't greener. I like my grass. It's, um, I, I understand my grass is a gift. It's more, you know, it's more like a love addiction. Like, what does this look like? What, well, it's funny, it the last like paragraph me? in the big book on page 559 states, above all, we must reject fantasy. Yeah. That's exactly Because right. once we get sober and never, skid it, yeah. never yeah. paid attention to that. Yeah. Never paid attention yeah. to that. And it's funny. It's the last yeah. paragraph. Yeah. It Emotional doesn't. sobriety yeah. is, is, is it. Yep. That's what that is. Amen. That's emotional sobriety. Yep. And, and until I started digging into emotional sobriety, I didn't, I couldn't hear that. Yep. I, I didn't read it. I didn't hear it. I didn't pay attention to it. After that, yeah. you know, after that, the ability to talk to and, and recognize that in the girls that I work yes. with. And immediately and give them that suggest, gift earlier in life. Oh my God! Right? Get so it at twenty-five. Early. Get it the minute that I see it, yeah. and say, yeah. you know, you might want to think about yep. looking into this other program in conjunction. Amen. You know, I'm in so conjunction. glad you brought that up. Because, yeah, because yeah. fantasy for for most women, and you know, I, I honestly, I blame Disney. Mm. We're told at a young age, a knight in shining armor is going to save mm. you. Fucking save yourself. Mm. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. Yeah. I always have been, but even after a 20-year marriage, where is he? Where is he? You know, fuck that. If he shows up, he shows up. If he doesn't, right? Yeah. So a couple, couple more questions. Sure. Um, what are the tools you use today for recovery? The tools as a businesswoman, tools as a mother, a friend. Stuff that you just know that is your go-to to keep you sane, but also have peace of, peace of mind. You know, it's something different every day. I actually do a little thing on Facebook. I've done it for years, and I call them my tools for the... I love, my tools, I love yeah. that, yes. My tools for today. And sometimes it's, I mean, it's always gratitude. Always. And the fourth, I don't know if you ever noticed this, but the fourth thing I list, I only list four yeah, things. Four things. Yeah, yeah. I list four things always, and the third thing is always love. Mm -hmm. And it's... It's really self-love, which I think is one of the hardest things for an alcoholic to come back around to, you know? I continually educate myself on sobriety. I just finished Melanie Beattie's Why, Why Do I Dislike Myself So Much? I think that's the name of the book. I literally just finished it. I read it for, before I can give it to a sponsee, I wanna know what it, you know, I'm not gonna suggest sure. something that I haven't read. So I continually read. I continually read, and I continually um, look at ways that I can be better in this conversation, you know, continually. And I find a lot of it in music, a lot of it in music, you know, and in silence, you know. And so for years I would hike and I would listen to really loud music. I only want to hear what we're hearing now. I heard, I don't know where I heard it, but I heard silence is the language of God. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's hit me in the last couple of weeks, and I, and I agree with that. Yeah, that silence is, is, is key. Um, I have a healer that I see sometimes, and she gave me a book called The, um, the Journey of Silence. Mm. And I haven't even come close to, not even, not even close. Sit in silence during your meals, sit in silence. I have a teenager, that's not happening. Right. <laughs> that's not happening. So my tools with my teenager. Yeah. My daughter is a, a, a literally a little um, lawyer, I think. Okay. She's, never, she's never not won an argument, yeah. never. She will not back down until she wins. Um, sometimes I just have to shut my bedroom door and lock it, okay. seriously. Um, so my last question is, um, the, it's, it's a mission question, question. The mission of your company when you started it, okay? And how you, what, what you wanted to accomplish here. Which one? There's three. The, the, the interior design company. Ah, yeah. the mission. Well, when I started, it was just to make money. I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, was the, that was the mission. And along the way... Um, I, I mean, it's, I've been successful, yeah. and I have the ability to accept and turn down mm -hmm. clients um, and jobs, depending on what. Right. But, you know, I, I don't want to take on anything that will jeopardize my peace of mind. Sure. You know, and sometimes, unfortunately, work is just work, and you have to. Yeah. But if it gets to that point, I'm not afraid to back away and back and step away from a job and and. Admit, de admit defeat. So we're, we're big proponents of legacy. What's Marianne Murphy's legacy? Ah, uh, sobriety. That is, that is my, that is my, you know, someone asked me years ago, like, what do you think you're, um, what do you think you're here for? Because mm. isn't that what we're all looking mm -hmm. for? You know, that, that enlightenment, what are we here for? And I'm here to help another alcoholic achieve sobriety. That is, that is why I'm here. Yeah. That is why I'm here. That's why when I call I mean, you and I say I have a young lady who needs a good sponsor, the answer is always yes. Well, you don't say sponsor. <laughs> you say a mentor, which a mentor. is even cooler. Okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> which is even cooler. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I think it's a mix for us. It's a mix of the sobriety, yeah. the fog lifts, and then the young woman or the young man goes, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Yeah. And it's what people now? like you who have already been down that journey to say, hey, yeah. let me show you what I did. Yeah. Yeah, let me show you what I did. Let me show yeah, you the life I built. And don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. Fail. It's okay. Create something. I've created several businesses that went nowhere. I did right. two clothing lines. <sighs> wow. Flush. Yeah. I mean, just take a big pile of cash and flush it. <laughs> yeah. But, But try, yeah. you know, whatever it is that you think you want to achieve. And everyone has that list. Yep. Those things in the back of their mind, you know, wow, if I wasn't afraid, I'd do that. If I wasn't afraid, I'd do Just do it. Got it. Yep. Fail. Be a, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, you Marianne. So good to see All you. Right. Thank you for letting yep. me be your first. Yes. Yeah. That's so amazing. that's the recovery playbook with interior designer Marianne Murphy. Peace. She's a quality woman, a sober woman, a great mom, and a great friend. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. Thank you for yeah. having me. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it's been fun. It's very sweet. Yeah. <laughs>